Welcome to the Streetlights America podcast, a production of Streetlights America Ministries, encouraging the redeemed and restoring the lost. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Streetlights America podcast. I am your host, Daniel King. Today's episode goes out to all the worry warts and all the control freaks. Those of us who are always concerned about what tomorrow's going to hold, always concerned about how we're going to do this or how we're going to do that, or for those who are such strategic planners that they just have to make sure that everything works out to the T to meet whatever their goals may be. If you haven't guessed yet, today we are talking about trusting in the Lord day by day, not just for spiritual needs, but for physical needs and for all your needs, and how that ties into our instincts, at least for some of us, to be planners. For those of us who want to know what's going to happen at every single point and every single step. For those of us who have an issue every time something does not go the way we intended. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like I may have done episodes like this before. Heck, trusting in the Lord seems to be a deep theme in a lot of my episodes. However, today's topic just seems to be very relevant, especially to me. I'm not one of the most organized people on the planet, but I am one of those individuals who likes to make a game plan and try to follow through with it. However, the last couple of months have thrown a monkey wrench into a lot of my plans. And honestly, it turned out for the better, even if I didn't see it at the time. So, coming from a guy who likes to make plans and gets very upset whenever they don't fall through, I sympathize with all you planners out there, as well as all of you who worry about what tomorrow holds for you. But seeing how I felt this was relevant to me, I feel this will be relevant to you as well. With that being said, I am reading out of Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. Yeah, I'm going to do a lot of reading today. But for this episode to have a good foundation, I felt I need to read this whole section in its entirety. And Jesus said this, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. 
Put simply, Jesus is telling us not to be concerned about our needs because the Lord will provide, but to put the kingdom of God first in everything that we do. Later on in James chapter 4 verses 13 through 15, we also read this. Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell, and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead you ought to say, If the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. So these verses are the second part of the thesis for the message today. Matthew 6 reminds us to trust on God and depend on His kingdom first and that all things will be added to us. And James 4 is giving us the mentality of planning, that whatever we do, we plan it in God's will. It's not that we don't make plans, but we make them knowing that the Lord may have better plans for us. Therefore, we do not worry about what tomorrow holds. In anything we plan, we leave up to the Lord. At least that is how I see it when I put these two together. Now, I want to step back a little bit to living in the moment as God puts it, not worrying about tomorrow, for tomorrow has its own worries, and seeking first the kingdom of God. By first seeking what's in front of you, what God puts right in front of you in the moment. There are a couple examples I want to give that I think would help illustrate that thought process. First is driving. I think most of us drive or have driven at one point or another in our life. And when you drive, you're trying to get from point A to point B. However, when you're doing that, you're not necessarily trying to just race through to point B. If you are, you're going to get in a serious accident or get somebody else hurt. Or at minimum, you're going to get pulled over and get a speeding ticket. No, when you drive, you focus on the moment that you're in. You follow the signs that are in front of you. You watch the vehicles that are in front of you. You pay attention to what's around you in that moment and proceed at a speed and a rate that gets you there safely. Personally, when I drive, I just relax. I, I try to leave like at a decent time so that I get to my destination at a decent time. But I, even if I'm running late, I don't like to speed. I just find that to be reckless and dangerous. Not saying that if I get distracted that I don't find myself a little bit too lax and then look down at my speedometer like, oh wow, gotta slow down. That has happened a time or two. But personally, I don't intentionally drive at a hard, fast pace trying to beat a clock. I just find that to be one, just overly stressful. Remember, not worry about what tomorrow or what you shall do. But rather, I just drive at a pace that feels safe, looks safe, and I just pay attention to what's going on around me. The result, in the seven years I've been driving, I haven't gotten one speeding ticket or one wreck. I've had people back into me when my car was parked and I wasn't in the car, but I have never been in an accident yet, at least not one that I'm at fault in. Another example, building. Now, I'm sure most of you probably won't get this, but for those of you who have built things, whether it be like a model or a house, or you just worked on your car, whatever it is you do, you also go step by step. You have your end goal, which is your finished product, but you never worry about getting there 
You start at the base. If you're building a house, you start with a foundation. Then you start with the floor. Then you start with the walls. Then you start with the roof. And then you start with the siding and everything else that comes with it. Even if you're trying to meet a deadline, you focus on what's in front of you. And you don't try to shoot so far ahead that you lose sight of what you're doing because then you just mess up your work. Now, why did I bring these up? Well, just to try to drive home the point of doing these step-by-step in the moment, not worrying about the next step, but focusing on the one that's right in front of you. Much like how Jesus said not to worry about tomorrow, that is what it's like. Taking everything step-by-step, even if you have a plan, trusting in the Lord with those steps. Now, the major difference here, unlike driving or building, God will often change the plans that we make for ourselves because he has something better for us. Now I'm going to read some very cliche verses that I'm sure we've all heard. I know this one almost by heart, but there's a reason why. It's Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Now, in my study for this, I came across Proverbs 16, and I'm going to pull three verses out of this, but this entire chapter is heavily themed on man's plans and God's desire. I honestly feel that it's worth reading the whole chapter, but for today, I'm taking three verses in particular that I want to focus on. 16 verse 1 says, The preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. And verse 3, commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. And verse 9, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Ladies and gentlemen, we make plans, but God knows our hearts and he knows the best path for us. Not only that, he has great plans for each one of us. He's got a desire for each one of us to serve him with all our heart, mind, and soul. But on top of that, it's all in his greatness. It's all in his glory. And whatever plans we make for this life, whether it's raising a family or starting a business or, heck, even just planning a vacation or anything like that, God is in control. And God has greater plans than anything that we can personally plan for ourselves. Jeremiah was a prophet to the children of Israel around the time of the Babylonian invasion. And God delivered the children of Israel into the hands of the Babylonians because of their unfaithfulness towards him. However, God still kept his promise with Abraham concerning them, and he never truly abandoned them. And this verse I'm going to read in context was Jeremiah writing to the captives of Babylon, telling them that they need to settle that they need to plant vineyards, they need to become part of the people that they were taken to, that they were to settle and live their lives, and that one day God would fulfill his promise to Abraham and bring them back after their exile was over. However, I feel what he says to the children of Israel still rings true for us to this day. In Jeremiah 29 verse 11, and it goes as follows, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. So for those of you 
who have a habit of just worrying all the time, concerned about what the next day will hold and what you're going to do, leave it up to the Lord. And for those of you like me who like to make big plans, whether they're over a lifespan or just a matter of days or weeks, make your plans in the will of the Lord and consider when the plan changes that the Lord has something better for you. Doesn't always mean the change is pleasant, but it's always the least traveled roads that lead to the most beautiful of places, the least hiked trails that lead to the most glorious of views. And it is God's plan that will lead you to the greatest life that you never would have dreamed of living. So let's close with a reminder from Psalms 9 verse 10. And those who know your name will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Seek first the kingdom of God, and all your needs shall be added to you. Plan in the will of God, and God's will will be done through you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you will take this message to heart, and I hope that you will apply it to your life. In all honesty, I find this difficult to follow myself, but I have found it to be faithful and true. Time and time again, God's plan is superior, God's plan is greater, but more importantly, He always has your back. Just be sure to have your trust in Him. Thank you all so much for listening, and may God bless you. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. If you want to be alerted every time we publish a new podcast, please be sure to subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio. You can also find our podcast at streetlightsamerica.com. Also be sure to check us out on Facebook. And as always, thank you so much for listening, and may God bless you.